Welcome to the More Than Corporate podcast, where we discuss finding fulfillment, defining success, and living your best life. There's no roadmap to success, no one-size-fits-all answer to fulfillment. I believe it requires us all to be vulnerable and authentic about what we want to accomplish and have the courage to step out of our comfort zone to chase our dreams. Keep listening to hear stories from inspiring people who make it their mission to live their best life every day. Welcome back to the show, everyone. My name is Amber Furman, and this is episode 55 of the More Than Corporate Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Solo Friday episode of the More Than Corporate Podcast, where it's just you, me, and the mic. Today on the show, I want to do a book review for you on a book that is really in my staple of books that people should read for growth and personal development. And I really enjoy getting lessons from real people and like sports stories really speak to me because you can pull so many lessons from those. And so this is kind of one of those books that falls into that category. The book is called Making Mavericks, and it's written by Frosty Hessen, who is a surfer. Before we really get into what the book is about and the lessons that I take from it that I want to share with you today, I'd like to take just a minute to ask you to head over to Facebook, search the More Than Corporate Community page, and request to join that. That community is growing, and it has such an amazing energy, and I love being able to interact with everybody there. I love being able to learn about who's listening to the podcast and what you want to hear. And it really just allows me to get to know you on a more individual basis so that I can provide content that you want to hear and provide information that's valuable to you. We also do a ton of really cool giveaways in that every month, as well as as much as we can to help promote whatever you might be working on in your entrepreneurial journey or growth journey. So Go ahead and even if you want to do it right now, pause this episode, head over to Facebook, search more than corporate community and request to join that. I'll go in and approve it and then you can join in the awesomeness that is that community. I look forward to seeing you over there. All right, let's go ahead and take a minute and jump into this Making Mavericks book. So Chasing Mavericks is a movie that I watched about Jay Moriarty, who was a professional surfer who was known for surfing these waves in California called the Mavericks. And he started surfing those at a really young age. That's one of the things that gave him so much notoriety because these waves are are huge. And you got this 15-year-old that's out there surfing waves that some adults won't even touch. Chasing Mavericks is the story of Jay Moriarty and how he trained and things to that effect in it. I mean, it is a movie, so it's dramatized for entertainment purposes, but it's really a great show. And it has a ton of nuggets of information in there. There's a lot of life lessons that really spoke to me, and I was really motivated by the movie. So I, at the end of the movie, started doing some research on Jay and learning more about him and who he was and things to that effect. And I came across this book written by Frosty Hessen, who was his coach. So with Chasing Mavericks really being so full of personal growth and determination and encompassing overcoming fear and not letting other people's limiting beliefs dictate what you can or cannot do, I really wanted to stay in that space for a little bit. So I ordered the book. I actually ordered the written book and the audio book. So I, I was in this phase, and I guess I still kind of am, where I'll listen to the audiobook and then if it really resonates with me, 
I will purchase the physical book and then I want to highlight everything. And I was doing a podcast interview with a friend of mine and his episode is actually going to come out next week on Monday. And he told me that he actually does both. He listens to the audiobook while he's reading and highlighting. And I was like, holy cow, that's a whole different whole different game. So I'm super excited now to kind of do both at the same time, listen to the audiobook while I'm reading and highlighting and get both the visual and the audio learning that comes from that because obviously we all learn different things visually and auditorily. So anyways, quick side note, I guess, on how I came across the book, but I listened to the audiobook and it was just so fantastic. And I wanted to really be able to dig in, take notes, highlight, and do all of the amazing things that I can do when I have a hard book in my hand. So I ordered the physical book. I've read the physical book three or four times. I've gifted it at least that many times to other people. And it really, like I said before in the introduction, it's a staple of the books that I recommend to people when they want to delve down into this personal development and growth journey. So again, the book is called Making Mavericks, and it's written by Frosty Hessen. And the book includes his relationship with Jay Moriarty, what it was like to train him. He goes really deep into what it was like to grow up in California, the struggles that he might have had with school, any family concerns, working throughout the Western United States, eventually moving his life into the coaching realm, this book is so packed full of life lessons. And what I really love about it is in the epilogue of the book, Frosty summarizes the basic lessons and concepts of life that he talks about throughout the book. And I thought that was really cool because you read this book and there's so many amazing nuggets and you can take what you want out of it. And then at the end of the book, there's like three pages of just quick statements of rules to live by in order to excel at life. So I don't want to cover the entire book because I would love to leave you guys with a reason to read it. So what I wanted to do was just pick my top six takeaways that I took from the book and really resonated with. So the first life lesson or takeaway as written by Frosty is to become a capable, competent individual, learn from capable, competent individuals. Who knew, right? Rocket science. Um, I talk about this often in my solo episodes and with my guests, like get a coach, surround yourself with people who are doing what you want to do and learn from them. Surround yourself with people who will push you to be a better person. There's so much to be said about the people that you surround yourself with and the people that you learn from, and there's no reason to reinvent the wheel. So that's what's so amazing about going to these events and being able to see what others are doing so that you can network with them and learn from them and add value to their lives and they can add value to yours. And it's just so fantastic to be able to create those relationships. This is also where you're the product of the five people that you hang around with comes from. The people that you're around raise the bar for you. If they don't, then you should be putting yourself in different circles where the bar does get raised because we want to be able to push ourselves as much as possible. But you can accomplish so much more if you don't try to learn it all on your own and you take advantage of the knowledge that exists in the people around you. The second little 
tidbit or lesson that I took from the book. And I'm actually going to combine two of Frosty's lessons in this one because they go together. So Frosty says, some people will always tell you that what you are trying to accomplish is impossible. Those people have no idea what they're talking about. And then Frosty also says, to be successful, you cannot let yourself be tainted by other people's fears. And these are a little bit different, but they go together so well that I wanted to talk about them in one one little section. They are pretty well set on their own, but the reality is that a person who thinks that something is impossible shouldn't stop the person that's out there doing it. Other people's limiting beliefs, other people's decisions about what's possible or what's not possible are not your problem unless you allow them to be your problem. And then they're no longer other people's limiting beliefs. They're your own limiting beliefs. And now you have the decision of whether you let those limiting beliefs hold you back or whether you start working with somebody like that coach that you are working with from the last tidbit that we just talked about or the people that you're surrounding yourself with, whether you allow them to help you break through those limiting beliefs and reframe what's possible. Same thing goes for the fears. You know, life can be scary. And the hardest thing about fear is that everybody's afraid of some things. You just don't want to let that fear stop you. And one of my favorite parts of the movie, Chasing Mavericks, really digs into this idea of fear. And it also digs into the idea of emotion, which we're going to talk about in just a minute. Fear, well, first of all, let me set the scene for the movie. So there's a scene in the movie where Jay and Frosty are diving and they come across this 15-foot shark right before they're going to surface and Jay panics. And so they get up onto the boat and Frosty says, what the hell was that? And Jay says, what do you mean what was that? I just saw a 15-foot shark. And Frosty says, I'm sure that that scared the living hell out of you, but why did you panic? And he goes on to say, one of the first things that you need to understand is that fear and panic are two separate emotions. Fear is healthy. Panic is deadly. So we're going to save the emotion part of that for the next little tidbit. And we're going to talk about the fear part of that for just a minute. Fear is healthy. Imagine just taking that in for a minute. We're, we live in a world where so many times we avoid our fears. But if you acknowledge that fear is healthy, acknowledge that it is just a feeling and that you can reframe that in your mind or you can decide whether what you're feeling as far as fear is concerned is worth the per- the proportionate risk that you might be taking. Now, I say that because there are some things that are scary and they're scary because they should be scary, like jumping off cliffs and, you know, doing these physical things. And there becomes a point in time where you want to weigh the risks and, you know, make sure that you're out there doing safe-ish things. I mean, this coming from somebody who runs 24 hours in the desert um, a couple of years ago. So I guess I may not be the best person to talk about that. Um, But the point being that analyze your fears without the emotion behind it, and then figure out how you can push past those in a safe and calculated way. So moving into the emotion part of that, Frosty says, make your agreements before you become emotionally involved because you don't make good decisions when you're emotionally involved. So 
just like the scene of that movie with Jay and Frosty and the shark, you don't think things through when you're emotionally charged. And panic is obviously an emotion that gets your blood going and your heart pumping. And, you know, we want to remove ourselves from the situation and we want to make that happen however we can. And you just don't make the best decisions. Making sure that you have a game plan and you know what your deal breakers are going into a situation before you become emotionally involved is so important because then you can dictate how you react. And the same side to that coin is making sure that you don't take action when you're in an emotionally charged state. Making sure that you put yourself in a situation to calm down, think rationally, and decide how to react rather than allowing your emotions to dictate how you respond to a situation. The next life lesson or tidbit from the book that I want to focus on as written by Frosty is you have to break down every goal into smaller achievable steps and acknowledge accomplishing every one of them. This goes to the heart of what I've been talking about so much concerning resolutions and making sure that you're setting goals and action steps and celebrating your little wins and giving yourself the permission to adjust your action steps as you need to. There's so much amazing stuff in that statement, but I've talked about goals so much that I'm not going to get into them now. I just wanted to hit on it as one of my favorite parts of the book. The fourth thing, or sorry, the fifth thing that I want to talk about is visualization. And this is something that's really, really, really cool. I talk about this in some of my live workshops that I've done, but the idea of visualization has so much research behind it. And there's so many different stories that you hear of people that are like POWs and then they golf. And, you know, I've talked about this in solo episodes. So POWs, from like Vietnam when they were held as a prisoner of war to keep their mind at ease they would imagine that they were golfing and then when they got rescued and they went out to golf that muscle memory really helped them to where they didn't they could perform at the same level or sometimes a little bit better than when they last actually physically golfed the same thing with Michael Phelps when he visualizes before racing and Frosty really goes deep into visualization, how it applies in sports, how it can affect your body, how you can learn what actions you should be taking in a certain situation before you're even in those situations in order to maximize your results. And a lot of that is related to the sports world, but it also applies to business and life. Like imagine yourself completing a goal before you actually complete it and then visualize all the steps to get there. So Frosty goes deep into that and I love it. And then finally, the last thing that I want to talk about is you need, this is what Frosty writes, you need a strong databank of information to draw from, but you can't just listen and not do. I love this statement so much because it really goes into so much that we talk about related to your self-development junkie, right? The person who reads every self-development book out there and doesn't implement it at all. And I think we all kind of fall into that a little bit, especially with the push to read so many books in a short period of time. I don't think there's anything wrong with reading a lot of books. I have a goal to read 20 books in 2020. And so that's obviously almost two books a month. The important thing, though, is taking something from each book and implementing it. I did 
a podcast interview and I talked about kind of the steps that go into increasing your awareness. And that's where these books come into play so much because you read something and you start increasing your awareness of what's possible. But it's still hard to really relate to something that you've never experienced before. So that's why it's so important to get out and try things. It's so important to put yourself in situations that are uncomfortable and new situations for yourself. And then be able to take the tidbits that you've learned and implement them. And it really is a lifelong process. But I wanted to hit on that because I see so many people falling into the trap of reading personal development books and then not acting on those and wondering why they're not seeing the progress that they should be seeing. So those are my six favorite tidbits from Making Mavericks. I really encourage you guys to go check out the book. Reach out to me if you do. Let me know what you think of it because like I said, it really is one of my absolute favorites and there's so many amazing things in there that I just would not be able to cover in a short solo episode. And frankly, I wouldn't want to because I want you to have the amazing experience of reading the book and learning the story and taking in the lessons that are important to you. So go ahead and go check out the book. Let me know what you think. Let's have a conversation about it. I would love to hear your takeaways from Making Mavericks. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the show. I hope that something that was said resonated with you or provided value to you in one way or another. I'd love to hear more about your thoughts on the show. You can reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram at Amber Furman. Also, I've created a Facebook community for followers of the show to interact with me and other members of the community. You can find that on Facebook at More Than Corporate. So go ahead and join that group if you'd like to stay up to date on podcast happenings and meet some really cool people. Again, thanks so much for tuning in.